Okay, let's talk about self-care and in particular, self-care at menopause. There is a difference. Let me explain. In the years leading up to my own menopause, so maybe two or three years before, when I was in perimenopause, oh my God, what a what a laugh that was. I was going to say something rude, but what a laugh that was. Um, yeah, fun and games for sure. So during that time, as I was teaching about menopause from the training that I'd done as a nutritional therapist and specific training around the perimenopausal menopausal woman, I talk quite a lot about self-care, but as a kind of separate concept, really. So, yeah, we talk about exercise and bone health and um, managing weight gain and and just nutrition for that time in your life, how things change. And then self-care was its own separate thing. And, of course, back then the kind of understanding was that the self-care was this thing that you did, this separate time for yourself where you might put your feet up or you might go for a massage or if you were lucky, a spa break with some mates. And what I didn't have a fucking clue about was that self-care is everything that you do. It's absolutely everything that you do. It's care for yourself in everything that you do, the choices that you make what you put in your body, what you put on your body, who you hang around with, who you spend time with on social media with, what you watch, what you read. It's all self-care. So back then I was just, I was going to say too stupid, but that's being really mean. So uh, part of me that goes, whoa, hang on a minute. But back then I just was clueless really about the fact that Things like boundaries and saying yes to my yeses and no to my no's were self-care. So it took that wake-up call, it's like, ping, no more periods, oestrogen level has dropped down to a level hasn't been seen for many decades and you become a bit of a teenager again, that kind of like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? And noticing how you're treating yourself and particularly if you're a people pleaser and I did talk about this in a previous episode particularly if you're a people pleaser and all of my hands are up even my feet um (laughs) sounds like I'm multi-handed and I sometimes feel I am but that people pleasing personality where you tend to put other people first diminishes luckily because without it you wouldn't have the idea to go oh hang on what do I need and we're not I don't feel a generational thing because I'm in my late 50s now oh that feels weird saying that I'm I'm in my late 50s now and my mum wasn't taught self-care my mum put my dad before her right up until he died which is only a month ago and now I'm going whoa mum that's I remember when I was a stroppy teenager, probably about 18 or so, and watching all the things that my mum would do for my dad, and, you know, I'd go, why don't you go out, mum? And don't, Why are you waiting for dad to eat? If he's not back on home, you fucking eat. You don't wait for him. I couldn't understand it. And I remember teaching her to call him a dickhead once, which sounds really mean. <laughs> but she'd, she'd be, like, all very proper and be, you know, 
being kind of very politely mean. I'm like, just if you mean he's a, you think he's a dickhead, then say that. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm not sure I can. But I think she did use it and then giggled, which was absolutely brilliant. But um, <laughs> I grew up with that. And maybe if you had a, a, a parent or a carer who was looking after you, who grew up off the back of the war. I mean, my mum actually came through the war. She was born in the in early 30s. And and back then, not all of them, because I certainly had a very feisty aunt who, would, yeah, wouldn't stand any nonsense, but then she did get divorced. Um, so she was, yeah, she had practice <laughs> being feisty. But so many women of that age, they were just taught, that's what they're taught to do, you know, the the husbands or the partners went out to work and they stayed at home and made the home and, you know, and and I certainly kind of fell into that trap after I I came out the other side of the stroppy teenager-y-ness and um, was in full oestrogen bloom. Somehow, somewhere along the, the way, I ended up marrying my dad or a version of my dad who then became the breadwinner and I was the homemaker. Susie homemaker and um so yes then I became the people pleaser so I wonder if you do the you know I'm the person who looks after the home and mainly does that don't you dare bark (coughs) then can you be that oh my word he's so naughty can you be that person and still and still retain your sense of self and your boundaries? And can you do that without people trampling on you or allowing that to happen? Or you just feeling, I don't know, was it something to do with being guilty because you're, air quotes here, only at home and not doing a, air quotes here, proper job? Ah. So, back round to the self-care. When you then become menopausal and that gift of being menopausal you're like oh okay it's actually is all about me because when I look after me then I'm in a better place to do my bit for the world whatever that is whether you're out you know making a big difference in the workplace or big difference in the community space or in the home space or whatever you're more able aren't you we are more able to do that shit when we look after us and looking after you can mean lots of stuff. Honestly, I, I called myself a self-care queen about six or seven years ago, not having the slightest fucking clue really what that meant. And now I go, oh, I'm practising that shit and getting better at it. And I fail and go, oh, look at that. You went out really late when you really, really wasn't in your best interest too. You didn't have a great time and uh, maybe it would have been better to stay in bed. But hey, we learn and it's imperfect practice always, but the self-care is the boundaries. Like, mm, no, I'm not prepared to give that up, do that thing, not do that thing. And it's the saying yes to your yeses and no to your no's. So when you're saying, when someone asks you something and you go, shit, I want to say yes, but I feel I should say no or vice versa, then say your yes or your no. I dare you. <laughs> Try it. Go, do, do. I want to know that you're doing that because that is self-care. Self-care is having the food that you want to have and not going, oh, well, I'm not eating that because the rest of the family... No, find a way to incorporate it. 
How can you do that? Be more bounded so that you don't end up resentful and going, oh, I put everybody else first. Because then, can you hear that? I mean, I'm taking the piss, obviously, but it's easy to be victim-y, isn't it? Oh, poor me. No, fuck that. Not poor you. You are sovereign. You are queen of you. And it's time for you to go, oh, hang on. I mean, not in a kind of horrible way, unless you're, you know, no, not in a horrible way, because you're not horrible. I know you're not. You're listening to this, so you're not horrible. But in that kind of um, ownership way, that self-assured, like, hey, yeah, you know what? I truly deserve to look after me, because if you don't, do you really expect someone else to? Truly? I don't know. I mean, maybe you're in a position where someone can, but chances are you're probably not. And so it's you. You're the one taking care of you. Honestly, I could talk for so long about this and um, you know, all the little tips and techniques. I've already mentioned the yes to your yeses and no to your noes and the, the boundaries. What things will you accept and what things won't you accept? But it is in everything that we do. You know, are you, are you truly living the living your life the way that you're designed to the way that it lights you up and yes if you're in a partnership there is likely to be compromise and yet yeah, makes me giggle because why is it then that at midlife i.e. menopause that the divorce rate goes up hmm have you ever thought about that is that because women are going whoa oh my god is that how I've been the past 20, 30 years, <laughs> really, and then, make, and then deciding that that's really not who they are. Maybe, maybe not, but it's food for thought. And so, do something every day that tells you that you really care about you, whether it's eating something, going to bed early, staying up late, doing exactly what your heart and soul is crying out for you, crying out for you deserve that and I'm all for that you do you in the best way possible (laughs) I hope that's been helpful please let me know your thoughts fiona at thelifereboot.co.uk until next time